Welcome to the Art of Leadership with your host, Nina Ellison. Today, you are invited to join Nina for an educational podcast that seeks deeper insights into healthy leadership, explores personal growth, and elevates the value of soft skills in leadership. Thank you, Barry. I'm Nina Ellison, and today I'd like to respond to the question Is it possible to effectively lead and work? in a business with close friends and family members? Other questions that come to mind are, can a team include brothers and sisters? Can a boss and a team member be best friends? Recently, I've had the opportunity to gain insight into companies who say yes to these questions and to watch as they outperform on the contributions they make in their communities and to their stakeholders. These are the companies who take on this challenge and thrive. The level of relational connection and compassion that is evidenced makes working in these unique environments a standout experience. Standout experience? (laughs) Absolutely. Easy? Absolutely not. (laughs) In fact, working with those where their relationships are deep and complex has its own set of watchouts to focus on. It takes a lot of work to engage in business with friends and family. Recently, I joined a team call with one of my mentors, Mark Cole, CEO of the John Maxwell Enterprise, where Mark shared some of his ideas of working with friends and family. And over the past few years, another leader who has influenced my thinking in this area of highly interdependent relationships is Jody Jattel, researcher and leader in the movement on relational coordination. Jody's work is clear and concise in identifying meaningful relationships that outperform on expectations. And then there are my own friends and family, people who I have worked with, where we've had to respond to the question, are we friends first or leader follower first? So today, Let's look through the filter of four pairs of words that provide a balance to the nuances that exist when your work includes the close relationships of friends and family. The first pair of words is roles and responsibilities. I I know it's not rocket science when I share that the role of every person in a team or a company must be clearly identified and communicated. A formal process is essential so that each person understands what their goals are and how their work will be evaluated and measured. Every person needs to know what's expected of them, what tasks they're supposed to accomplish, and how their role at work impacts the business. This is important for everyone, but I would emphasize that this is a critical, non-negotiable when working with friends and family. Sometimes familiarity with a friend or a family member blurs the formal process involved in role clarity. Role clarity influences role performance. And respecting friends and family members enough to embrace the full process of role clarity will go a long way, not only in maintaining or growing meaningful relationships, but also in delivering excellence as a team. Another element of role clarity comes when a leader needs to communicate whether or not they're wearing the hat of the boss 
or the hat of the friend or family member. And, and this is a great example of why role clarity is so critical with friends and family. If roles are understood and discussed, then it's not hard to determine what is acceptable. If, for example, working with my husband in Mozambique in disaster relief, we had just gotten home from a long day of work and then learned of another disaster with flooding that was affecting around 8,000 people. I was the manager. My husband was the logistician. At work, he reported to me. And I looked at him and said, you need to head out to be a part of the first response for boots on the ground. And he said, I'm tired and I really don't want to go. And I said, well, right now I'm speaking to you as your supervisor and not your wife. He smiled, he packed his bags, and he headed out. The same is true if responsibilities are not clarified or if responsibilities become blurred. One of the beauties of friends and family is they may willingly take on additional responsibilities with the best of intentions until a crisis hits or they get overloaded or other team members begin to feel the influence of friends or family members stepping in to lead when least expected even when there's the best of intentions. The other end of the spectrum is that friends and family may ask for preferential treatment. One clue that friends and family are not adding to a positive work environment by taking on these additional responsibilities is that unity can be disrupted. So we have to look out for the unexpected gaps or the overlaps. It's like the cartoon of the ambulance speeding down the road and the caption comes from the front seat driver saying, no, it's your job to close the doors while the back of the ambulance doors are swinging wide open and the patient on the stretcher is heading down the hill in the opposite direction. So the bottom line is everyone must be able to answer the question, what's my job? The second pair of words I want to talk about are goals and growth. With friends and family, you need to know each other's goals for the work done within the company as well as the goals that you have for yourselves. You, you can't have a deep relationship with a friend if you don't know what they want to get out of your leadership and what they want to get out of working for the company. Just as a leader spends time with every team member understanding goals, the process must look the same for friends and family members. No corners cut, no assumptions made. Setting goals and priorities demonstrates a healthy mutual respect. You may know each other really well, but there's always room to get to know each other better. If your friends and family members have not clearly shared their goals, this would be a watch out. And the same holds true with growth. As a leader, do you know what each friend and family member is looking for in their professional growth, in their personal growth, in their financial growth, so that you can support their success rather than just using them and then letting them go? the key here is shared knowledge. And, and there's a vulnerability here that's critical. Without understanding what your friends and family are looking to accomplish, it becomes one-sided. And eventually it can destroy relationships as, as well as the work environment. So knowing the desired growth is one step towards working successfully with friends and family members. And another step is to identify the strengths and the weaknesses of every person. You as a leader cannot be strategic if you underuse the strengths or ignore the weaknesses of those you work with. 
That's, that's easy for me to say, right? But when you begin having the kinds of conversations on growth and development, this is an opportunity for a significant deepening of relationship. It's not necessarily easy or comfortable, but this kind of authentic conversation on the blind spots can be life-changing. And again, this is a watch out, confirming that growth is mandatory for everyone. There must be individual growth plans for every member of the company, including your friends and your family members. You know, as the leader, you need to be committed to growth for yourself and for those who you work with. And if you are growing and your friend is not, you eventually will outgrow your friendship. It won't be sustainable. So growth for everyone. As a leader, knowing what your friends and your family members' goals are needs to be balanced with growth. But the focus needs to stay on growth. If it doesn't stay focused on growth, when goals are not met and change happens, and it will, your friendship won't stand the test of a relationship that's not growing. Just because you were great friends at the outset of the work relationship, the depth of the relationship relies on growing together. The third pair of words are trust and traveling on. In any business, momentum is directly related to trust. A statement that I have heard many times is that growth happens at the speed of trust. Strength and forward motion rely on trust. Trust is the most important business asset a leader can manage. And and one of the beauties of working with friends and family is that there's the potential that trust has already been established based on the years of relationship. I mentioned I was on a call with Mark Cole, and he asked the question, if you were hiring a new employee, would you rather have a new employee that you don't know who has nine out of the 10 competencies you're looking for, or would you rather have an employee you know and trust whose competencies are rated seven out of 10? I won't answer it. I'll just let you think about this idea of trust and the idea of momentum and growth, strength, forward motion, a business asset. And the second words that I mentioned were traveling on. When dealing with friends and family, knowing when it's time to part ways takes both the heart and the head. Care is needed so that when it's time for a friend or a family member to move, to travel on, to prepare for departure, that that time isn't missed. And and in this situation, the first filter is still friendship. We still need to know when it's time to have our friendship step up and to function in a way that allows traveling on or departure to happen in a supportive way, to assure that trust isn't violated. This is hard. And a commitment is needed to intentionally care for one another. The fourth pair of words is communication and commitment. It's easy to communicate when you are connecting with a trusted friend, even in the business setting, because you know each other well. More than likely, you even know each other's communication styles. You understand each other, and yet this comforting communication can be taken advantage of So there's not the same level of urgency in making sure the communication is timely and clear with a friend. The advice that I heard from Mark Cole on this topic was, don't expect a friendship to sustain poor communication. Friends and family 
need the same level of intentional communication that every member of the team experiences. And a watch out here is to avoid the confidence that comes with familiarity and communication between close friends. And finally, commitment. Have the expectations been established on which relationship component is the most important within this complex family, friend, boss, coworker, team member experience? Is, is there a commitment to appreciate which relationship component takes precedent and when? For example, will our friendship remain or will there come a time when you will need to just be the boss? I recall a friend of mine sharing that she called me her sister boss as we navigated the waters of assuring expectations were met while we maintained our friendship. And as our friendship deepened, there was a commitment that no matter what happened in time to come, we would remain friends. And and even as we parted ways in business, the friendship maintained. A Gallup poll found that close work friendships boost employee satisfaction by 50%. And people with a best friend at work are seven times more likely to engage fully in their work. So this question that I'm asking about, is it possible to effectively lead and work in a business with close friends and family members, can really be a good news story. If you, as the leader, are willing to invest the time and energy into a consistent strategy with every aspect of your business for every employee. Thinking through and then acting on the critical elements we discussed today can can address the nuances of deep and complex relationships that you have at work, but more importantly, can help you to balance and retain some of the most important relationships you have in your life. So in closing, I've added six questions into the show notes to support conversations you may want to have in this area with those you work with. And as always, you can reach me at www.healthyleadership.com. Dot online. There's a place there where you can set up a free call where we can chat and I can find out how I can help you in your growth and development. <music>